0: collaboration, a quicker way to build your visibility. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some of the benefits of collaboration, the types of things you can use it for, and some tips around etiquette. When it comes to raising your visibility, collaborative relationships can really help boost your business and help you to get noticed. Running your own business as a solopreneur can be lonely. It can take time doing it all on your own, We have to do everything ourselves with a marketing person, the bookkeeper, the salesperson, the admin person, etc. And we don't have the luxury of being able to bounce ideas around with a team of people. Or do we? It's really important to surround yourself with a tribe of business people that you can connect with both on and offline. We don't want you turning into a hermit. Now, as humans, we need human connection. So before you do anything on this, start to surround yourself with some fabulous people that you can brainstorm ideas with. People with whom you can talk openly about your challenges, your fears and successes. You don't need to run your business all on your own. There's also outsourcing, too, but that's a whole different topic. Now, what's great about those connections is they can, over time, turn into lovely business collaborations. So what's a collaboration? BusinessDictionary.com defines it as a cooperative arrangement where two or more parties work jointly toward a common goal. One thing I love to do is connect people with people. I encourage my clients and Facebook group members to connect with each other so that they can form some collaborations. It can be as simple as agreeing to share each other's blog and social media posts, perhaps just to get engagement, or it can be as involved as hosting a tele summit, like I did last year. I collaborated—get the words out—with 11 amazing women, all running their own independent businesses, and invited them to share their business hints and tips with our audience something you can consider. But why collaborate? Because it can help you to grow your business through collaborative projects, word of mouth, referrals, affiliate schemes and all of those kind of things. You can raise your visibility and it can be much quicker for you. It can be amazing. They can be fun for you where you get to brainstorm with someone else and try out new ways of working and a great way to help you to grow your business, too. Plus, you can learn loads of new things along the way. There's lots of things you can do to build up collaborations, but the quickest thing is just to start with your local networking group. You could arrange to meet up one to one for a couple outside of the meeting to get to know more about the other person's business. You could join online groups and start to connect outside of the group again to learn more about each other. There's obviously all the social media things that you could be doing as well and connecting with people that way. Make sure the people you choose are, to work with are people that you like. You don't want to be too similar or there might be clashes. Often the differences between you make for a good collaboration. You'll generate different ideas. There ideally needs to be a link between what you do. So let's say if one of you works with clients on confidence and the other works in hair and beauty, there could be great collaboration there. You can work with people that have complementary skills or perhaps people you might think are competitors, but you both have your own unique way of doing things. With competitors, your ideal clients might be the same, so it can work to your advantage. Anyway, I believe there's room enough for everyone in this world so competition doesn't even need to apply. Now, you may have had a bad experience with collaboration, but that doesn't mean that all collaborative partnerships will go the same way. Get really clear on your boundaries and go out there and build your businesses together. You don't have to have contracts necessarily. It depends how formal you want the relationship to be. But it helps to get some kind of terms of reference at the beginning of your relationship. Clear terms of who's responsible for what and when. Now, that could be a simple private message on Facebook saying, I'll do this if you do that. Or you could go a more formal route. This really helps to set the boundaries from the beginning. Now, there are good ways and bad ways to approach someone to collaborate with you. And I've been on the receiving end of both and I've made a lot of mistakes along the way. So let's just check out a bit of etiquette before we move on. And I apologize in advance if I have done anything to harm any others in my processes that I've done for my business. So get to know the other person first. Don't just contact someone out of the blue and get them to share about your business. You probably had it yourself where someone has direct messaged you on LinkedIn or Facebook, etc., asking you to spread the word for them. That's a no-no, unless you've already got a good relationship together. When you have something to launch or discuss, they'll be much more willing to help you if the relationship has been a mutual one. Bombarding someone with information, expecting them to share your latest offering isn't fair, especially when sometimes you hear from these people a year or two from when you last spoke to them, unless, again, you've created that great relationship with them in the first place. If you're just asking them to share something for you, then offer a way that you can help in return. Now, I know I've definitely messed this one up in the past. I know that when I ask for help, I will always help that person in return at some point. I kind of mentally log it and I'll remember that the person has helped and I'll try and help them at some point when the time's right. But if they don't know that, the message that might be received could seem quite rude. I've asked for market researching groups in the past where I get people to jump on a call with me. And that's fine if you have the connection. Let's say my Rock Your Fabulous Biz group, for example, where I've built up relationships with people, but in a group that I've recently joined or I'm in, I could have been anybody asking for help. So going forward now, I offer them something in return, whether that's a share on my post um, to help connect them with someone or jumping on a call with me. The level really depends on how much time I have available and what my request has been. We all have things we need to launch from time to time in our business, like a new program or a book, a tele-summit, Don't just contact someone asking them to become an affiliate with you, though, for your book or program. For me, I won't be an affiliate for anything I haven't personally tried myself, whether I know the person or not. Now, I might know that person has fabulous content, but if I haven't experienced that one thing firsthand, then I won't become an affiliate for them. Full stop. I choose my affiliates very carefully and I don't want to vouch for something that I'm not familiar with. So if you want someone to be an affiliate for your program or your book or package, then give them a copy of your book or access to your program, or at least a taster of what it is that you offer. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't promote a film you've never seen. So why would you go all out and promote someone else's program or product if you've never even seen a copy or have any idea of what it's about? It can damage your reputation. So be careful. So this all sounds great. You're ready to do some kind of collaboration. But what do you do together? Here's a few ideas, but remember, the list is as limitless as your imagination. You could do interviews of each other, asking questions that are relevant to your ideal clients. You could write a book. You could run an event together, perhaps creating a training program online or face to face. Cross promoting social media, newsletter, blog posts. So You share information about them and vice versa. You can engage with each other's posts on social media to engage, get more engaging conversations going. You could do guest posts. You could become an affiliate. You could even hire in someone to add value to a program you're running if it's not within your own skill set. That way you don't need to know everything, but you can provide a great service to your clients. And I did exactly that when I first launched my boot camp, as I knew very little about selling. And I got in a sales coach to support me in that module. Phew, what a relief. So in today's podcast, we've talked about what collaboration is, some of the benefits in boosting visibility in your business, the types of things that you can do, how to get started and the etiquette of collaboration. And we can all get it wrong. So don't beat yourself up about it. It's a continuous improvement process. I'm now going to leave you with a call to action. Your call to action this week is to connect with one person that you'd love to know more about and find out whether longer term there might be opportunities for you to work together. If you want some group support, come and join my free Rock Your Fabulous Biz group on Facebook. You'll be made very welcome.